Hello and welcome to the Fit 47 podcast. Our goal of Fit 47 is to support you, educate you and empower you to live a healthier, happier lifestyle so you can become the best version of yourself. In today's podcast, we're going to talk through the scales and scale weight, carbs and then also non-scale victories. These topics have come from our clients and things that we um, see them struggling with. So with the scales... We totally get it because we've both been there ourselves where you let the scales like determine your worth, basically. Um, I always remember I used to get on the scales every day. But you know what it what, you know what I used to do? Like there wouldn't be a consistent time. I'd go and get on the scales at like seven o'clock in the morning before be, like I hadn't had a wee or anything like that. Or I'd go and get in, you know, the middle of the day just after having my dinner. Yeah. And then I'd go, oh my God, the scales gone up. Yeah, and that's one of the first things we see with all our clients is when you are weighing yourself, you want to do it first thing in the morning after you've been to the toilet, but before you've had um, a drink or food, because once you once you're on those scales, those scales don't know what's on it. So yeah. if you're adding food, adding clothes, you could it, stand it, on the scale with a bottle of water, and the scales doesn't know that. It's and gonna, it's, yeah, yeah, and it's the same as you've just you know you could drink two liters of water, stand on the scale yeah. with two liters of water. Obviously, it's not exactly the same because it's like in your body and whatever. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's I used to just weigh myself at all different times, and this is what we say to clients that you've just said: make sure it's the same day, the same time. You know, you're wearing or not wearing the same things. Um, definitely like the make sure you've been to the toilet and these are all the things that then come into scale weight whether you've been the toilet whether you are you you know you do on your periods I never used to know them things either so I always used and again people avoid the scales when they're on the periods and when they're due on the periods but you should still weigh at that time because then you can see month to month if there's a fluctuation start to identify trends so you'll find like every four weeks you tend to weigh like three four five pounds heavier and then the following week it comes back down again and then when that happens you learn to kind of dissociate dis- whatever the word is <laughs> like disassociate yeah yeah that's the, that's the one. <laughs> why do I know that's the spell it, though. I wouldn't be able to spell it <laughs> yeah you're like I'm not even going to say it. Disassociate yourself from that number and realize that okay that's just something that happens when and you want and 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 you don't let it affect your mood as much anymore yeah because I I've jumped on the scales before when I've it's like do you want maybe it'll just come on my period and I've been heavier by five pounds yeah and I've been like wow but I understood it at that time whereas yeah. in the past I didn't understand it so if my if the scales even went up a pound I'd be like oh my god that's it giving up yeah. no points but when you start to understand the amount of things that can play into the scale weight weight. fluctuation that makes you realize that okay actually one of the best things you can do is to weigh yourself every day and to realize that like no two days will you ever weigh the exact same same. like it's gonna go up it's gonna come down and as long as it's not like going up and up and up and up and up and up and up week on week when your goal isn't to gain weight then you know that's not something to be worried about but even somebody who was sat at weight maintenance yes. isn't gaining weight it is not flat line and there's still going to be up and down fluctuations between a, a good few pounds yeah a pound two pounds three pounds something like that yeah. but it will go up and down it won't just flat line also it sounds quite backward to say 
to do this but if you are somebody who struggles with the scales start weighing yourself daily and do it you know as soon as you get up in the morning like we said before go for your morning way don't drink eat anything you know take all your clothes off whatever you want to do and start weighing yourself daily for like a month and notice how much it goes up and down and then that will help you or should help you understand that like you said before you're not going to weigh the same there are going to be fluctuations different days different um weeks and it might help you sort of detach yourself from disassociate the word of the podcast is disassociate how many times can we get it in um from the scales and and realize that like that it's not the be all and end all um so the things that come into scale weight are you know toilet habits yeah whether you've had like higher salty food so you know if you've had like a takeaway on the weekends and stuff like that um also period like we mentioned before menstrual cycle comes into it too and carbs come into scale weight so that obviously leads us on to talking about the next topic and to talking about carbs yeah so with carbs I feel like carbs are demonized and I back in the day that was the biggest thing that I felt like I need to cut out completely because I felt like well carbs just make you gain body fat and it's because for every one gram of carbs that you eat your body holds is it four three Three, between like three three and four grams of water and so if you cut carbs out of your diet your body's then going to hold less water and you're going to weigh less but it's just weight it's not body fat so when you're trying to lose weight you're trying to lose body fat and all you've done is lost water water weight but if you put all your progress and the pressure of all your progress on that scale weight then you're going to be driven by that but then the minute you eat carbs again and reintroduce the carbs into your diet you just put that water weight back Back on on. yeah and when people say i'm cutting carbs the first thing they go to is i'm not eating bread or i'm not eating white bread yeah um, I'm not eating pasta, I'm not eating rice, all them, you know, carby foods, but then there's carbs in fruit and vegetables. Yeah. So when people say I'm, I'm eating no carbs or on low carbs, then they're not really because you still are having carbs in your diet because it's in them other things. But people like it was just so popular, wasn't it? Like, people still do it now. Oh, I'm not eating pasta. Why? Why aren't you eating pasta? Oh, still help me lose weight. No, what will help you lose weight will be in a calorie deficit, still including the pasta because that's what you enjoy. Yeah. I think you had one of your clients before say, didn't you? And I've gone from having like 100 grams of pasta to just 75 grams of pasta. Yeah. yeah. And you mentioned about adding veg in and stuff like that. Yeah, so to not always like, you know, cutting, cutting down your starchy carbs. So your starchy carbs are things like your breads, your pasta, your rice. So cutting those things down is a good way of putting yourself in a deficit because we all tend to overeat on those things. Like not many people come to us eating too much protein (laughs) and not many people, you know, some maybe have a bit too much body fat, but it does not body fat, fats in the diet, but it tends to be more too much carbs. So too much bread, too much and pasta, Pasta too much rice. So those things you can cut down, but you want to also look at what you can add so that you, you don't feel like you are, De- yeah depriving yourself yeah. of anything you're still and you're still night. filling yourself up yeah big meals yeah like loads food. of volume we talk about volume foods all the time and your volume comes from your fruit your vegetables because they are low calorie 
but you can have like so much of yeah. them. That's why I have stir fries quite a lot because yeah. like loads of my clients will know. And if you are listening to this, you know I am stir fry queen. Stir-fry. I love a stir fry. One of my clients, Taylor, she used to say to me, What are you having for your tea? But, like stir fry. She used to just laugh. Why did I stir fry all fajitas? That's all I ever had. But you know what? I don't have them anymore. Really. Do you know? Not really. No, I do like fajitas. Um, I, I think it's because of I'm not PT and late. Yeah. And yeah. they were like me quick, easy teas to do. But also with carbs, like, you know, your cakes and your biscuits and stuff like that they are all carbs as well and that's again where Chloe was saying about overeating on things we overeat on them things because they're they're enjoyable they're like hyper palatable foods oh we are we're getting all the hyper palatable foods (laughs) um they taste really nice and like normal words they taste really nice um but yeah and that that's why and then we spoke to a client before again who was saying about having like loads of cravings in the evenings and then yeah that's another thing that can happen so when people restrict carbs or restrict the things that they enjoy from their diet they end up or go too low in calories they end up really craving things and then they might substitute them with with things instead of just having what they're craving and a lot of the time, if you just add what you were craving, if you were a craving chocolate and you wanted a bit of chocolate, or you were really craving cake, I always remember I had a client who always craved cake and he used to say to her, go and eat the cake. Yeah. Otherwise, you're going to binge on it. Yeah. Um, they're not bad for you, but if you eat too much yeah. and you're in a surplus, that's yeah. where then that's where the weight gain comes from. Um. So, yeah. I know this myself, though, from even like, do you know, you can buy all the low-calorie like chocolate bars oh, yeah, and the yeah. skinny bars and don't get me wrong they're okay they, they, yeah. they taste okay but if I have one of them I always want another one another of them one, yeah. and then I can end up having two of them when really that's gonna say bad well you might yeah I end up having two but really for the amount of calories that that adds up, adds up to yeah. it, I would have been better just having the, the dairy milk that I wanted and as I've been satisfied after that wouldn't yeah. have wanted anything else and you had what you want. You, yeah, you, you, you kept the craving. And and I find that, like, I've done the whole cutting carbs before. And wow, like, the headache yeah. I got from cutting carbs. And I just didn't feel great. And like you said, you know, step on the scales and I go, oh, my God, this is great. Yeah. Lost loads of weight. But actually, once I started introducing them carbs, again, we say it about everything, don't we? If you're not going to do it for the rest of your life, what are you wasting your time for? Yeah. Like, it, it literally is a waste of your time. Because, all right, yeah, you might lose a bit of weight for a holiday, but... We've said before, haven't we? You want to look good for every single holiday for the rest of your life. You don't yeah. want to just look good for that one holiday and then you gain weight again. And I was thinking, you know, I've done it myself where I lose loads of weight and then gain weight. Yeah. I'd, I'd fluctuate from like a six yeah, and to maybe like a 10. Yeah. I, I mean, I do play clothes quite a lot because I am a, <laughs> I am a woman and that's what we do. But, you know, I was fluctuating and then I'd go, oh, that doesn't fit. I can't get yeah. that on anymore. But like I love the jeans and then I couldn't get them on. I'd have to yeah. go and buy more and stuff. So it's... Yeah. It's costing you more money as well. Yeah. In clothes. Yeah. We want to save you money. Yeah. Um, and we also wanted to talk about non-scale victories. So these are something that we get our girls to celebrate. We don't actually ever put like an emphasis on the scales, do we really? No. We do get them to actually, that's one thing I wanted to mention is 
I used to get clients the only way once a week, but now we get them to weigh twice a week. Mm -hmm. Some people, like we said before, we get them to weigh every single day just to get them like used to and seeing the scale weight and stuff. But generally twice a week and that's on like a Sunday and a Wednesday. Wednesday sort of like midweek and then Sunday slash Monday, depending on you know what what they're doing. Um but again, we like the Sunday, Monday weighing because it makes people sort of not go out of control of a weekend because yeah. they think oh you know what I've got like the accountability in. sides of things that the, the weighing in yeah yeah but you know I did when I very first started coaching you suddenly get my clients to weigh once a week because a lot of them were like oh I don't like the scales and stuff but actually I've learned from that that yeah. you do need to be weighing yourself more than once a week and if you are gonna weigh make sure like it's the same time and um, we say don't yeah. twice and just to make that it clear why the once a week isn't the best yeah. it's because if you just so happen to be the heaviest that you weigh that week on that on day. the day, so you weigh yourself on Monday and that's all you're weighing yourself for, and you just so happen to be the heaviest on Monday, and every other day after that your weight was lower, you're going to be upset and hung up on the fact that it was heavier, you were heavier than you thought you were going to be, or it didn't come down, or you had a little jump up. When realistically, okay, that is what it is. Let's do it again in a couple of days' time, and yeah. it could be down again. So. That's why every day is great for people who who can do it, who need to learn to I want to say that disassociate themselves from um that number and just kind of learn about it. But two times tends to be the, the sweet spot for, for most people. Yeah, definitely. So yeah, we wanted to talk about non-scale victories as well. And like I said before, it's something that we get the girls to really celebrate uh, because we don't want them getting hung up on the scales. So non-scale victories can be anything anything at all to you know I got more steps in I drank a little bit more water I lifted heavier in the gym even like I'm trying to think of some things that well we've had yeah well like Caitlin this morning done a heaviest on her back squats. oh yeah she said she went to the gym on her yeah yeah and done really heavy back squats um but we get the girls don't we to share it in the group as well like like to support each other and all beat each other up and I just think like celebrate like celebrate yourself you're doing well be proud of yourself and I think it can be hard to be like that can't it because you think oh god like am I being a bit um like like oh god I'm gonna say another big word egotistical (laughs) so yeah so like I'm being a bit egotistical and like people gonna think oh shut up I don't don't know I don't know we've swallowed the dictionary today um (laughs) but that's like I don't know if that's just me but that's sometimes how I've felt in the past if I'm gonna celebrate me and being like oh god I've done really well I can feel like that but then we've created a space in a community where people don't feel like that and we say to them if someone tells us something that they've done yeah. personally on a WhatsApp message, we go, go and put it in the group. Yeah. Go and celebrate yeah. that in the group. Go tell everyone. Yeah, because, yeah. like, why shouldn't you be your own cheerleader? And, and you, sh- you should. And also, even if your goal is fat loss and even if you want that scale to come down, there's going to be weeks where it doesn't. There's yeah. going to be weeks where it stays the same. If we all just lost weight forever, we just disappear into thin air. So because, <laughs> like, down the grid, yeah, <laughs> literally at some point, fat loss is going to not be... The, the the goal anymore like so Lauren yeah uh, yes who we I spoke to her yesterday about it and she said you know oh I've I've been actually happy just she hasn't been tracking her food and she's just sort of been sitting at maintenance and she has still weighed and she's so, sort of like just sitting around maintenance and she's just been enjoying that and enjoying her food like eating intuitively another one <laughs> um eating intuitively and 
enjoying that and I said to her welcome to the club like welcome to the maintenance club because you don't always have to be on a diet and always in a calorie deficit and her goal actually is to build muscle and build a glute and I said to her well you don't really want to be in a deficit then that the place that you want to be is maintenance yeah um and then we've agreed that when she books a holiday and she's going away then we're going to look at a deficit again so it's not always about losing weight all the time and even if the girls are on maintenance we still get them to weigh in yeah just so we can check that there hasn't been a big fluctuation or there isn't a drop yeah because if there's a massive drop then they haven't been eating enough and when they're wanting to build muscle yeah the glutes mainly they need to be eating enough food yeah and it is we're not saying that the scales shouldn't be used or the bad and and or the bad but you just need to understand that it's just a tool it's just one way of measuring progress but it's just data it's yeah just it's just data. information and and the sooner you can you can weigh in okay that's that move on and you can't like control what that is going to say when you jump on that day but you can control the actions, actions to, to get to where you want to be so whether that is fat loss or or weight gain you can control those things by the calories you eat the protein you eat the steps that you get the work the workout you do and they're the actionable things that you can do so put your focus into that put your efforts on that and celebrate those wins i think another one for the um the non-scale victories is um your progress photos yeah because they say will tell you so much more that and how you feel in your clothes there are things that have been coming up recently with some of my the scales haven't moved massively but they feel great in themselves in the clothes and stuff yeah what I was going to say before is my client Lauren who I've actually posted her like journey and her um like the chart that we've got that shows people's weight she's had a lot of spiking up but then it comes right back down to where we said she might spike up on a Monday due to having maybe more carbs over the weekends or whatever it might be but come the Wednesday it always drops lower again and I put a thing on my Instagram to show like if Lauren give up here here and here where it spiked up she never would have got to here which is like her lowest weight where she's at at the minute so we you know if you give up all the time which is what I used to do and we were talking before wasn't we saying if a client gets on the scale and weighs in and it's jumped right up by three to five pounds we wouldn't look at that and go oh something needs to change unless it did start to trend up over a four to six week period so where you're getting on the scales and going oh god I need to give up or oh my god I'm not doing something right we would never change anything just based on that one measurement we'd see the data over time and like you said four to six weeks maybe more sometimes just depending because if we we would only change it if everything that we were doing was going right like you said before if someone wasn't hitting the steps or wasn't tracking the food properly or wasn't tracking the weekends or whatever it might be if they're not doing what we're asking them to do then we wouldn't change the well then the information we've got is incorrect so we can't if you're only going to track three hours of four when you feel like yeah three or four days of the week when you can be bothered you're only gonna wear your watch and track some steps but not all the steps and then you complain that your weight isn't moving where you want it to but we're gonna go but we don't know how many steps we don't know how how active you're being yeah we don't actually know what you're eating because you're not you're not sharing us and we would say now go away and and do this do this do this for four weeks straight and then if it's not working that's when, that's we when we'll change something but you need to be we say to people don't be when they start us you need to be honest because you know 
I've done it myself with tracking in the past. It's like, oh, I'll eat that, but I won't track it. But you're only lying to yourself. Yeah. And then you're wondering why the scales aren't coming down because you're showing us that you're tracking, you know, 1,600 calories, but you're actually eating like 2,000 calories a day. But we can't see that. So we're like, I don't know what's going wrong. And it's your, but you have to remind yourself is that just because it's not in the app, I know you might think it looks nicer for your calories not to have gone over, so you're not going to put that like biscuit in or whatever it is. But if you've ate it, your body is keeping count. Your body yeah, knows yeah, that yeah. you've had the calories, and all you would be doing would be making it more difficult for yourself to make progress because yeah. you're spending your time putting the effort in to track things, but then not being fully honest with yourself and it's harder for us as coaches to help you when you're doing that because we can't see it and then you're not telling us and we're not the type of coaches like we're not going to say to you oh you can't have that or why did you do that we're gonna help you work around it so if you go oh do you know what I've gone over like 2,000 calories we just go okay well let's see why did it happen yeah was there something was you stressed in work were the kids doing your head in was your fella doing your head in yeah like is there something there that's maybe made you want to go and you know eat over or you know we might look and they've restricted on another day yeah and then they bet over there's so many things why it might happen but you do need to be honest and if it's not working for a period of time that's when you change things but you don't give up just because of the scales and, no, and you've got to you've got to stick to something long enough to give it a chance yeah, yeah. you can't try something like nobody loses something realistic though because yeah. like the whole 1200 and like fat diet and that they're not realistic so yeah you're not going to stick to them like that's a given do you yeah. know what i mean but we're talking about the way yeah you do re- realistic things in the way that we coach but you need to stick to it for a long enough time to give it a chance yeah and we say that to people don't we with our with the program so we're like program for six weeks and if someone's completely missing weeks out so say like they've missed two or three weeks of workouts they won't come off that program till they've completed at least six weeks because we need to see that they're progressing because there's no point us changing the program um but going back to non-scale victories as well like we said they can be anything they can be i've gone i went to bed earlier yeah and uh you know i got a better sleep that night because that's another one that you know it's massive sleep and stress which we'll come on to on other podcasts and it also transfers over into like your normal life outside of the the gym and your fitness goal and your fat loss or your muscle gain journey it can transfer over into you're feeling more confident and you went for an interview and you got and you got the job when normally you might have been like a a, like a bit of a mess in an interview situation but you've got this like newfound confidence because you're building your strength your fitness like you just feel the body body. feel great about yourself and then you're performing better in other areas of of your life even into like relationships and stuff like that because I can speak for myself but at times when you're putting too much pressure on yourself letting the scales dictate like your self-worth like getting on the scales and it not being what you want and then you're in a bad mood for the rest of the day you're then nasty to your partner or grumpy with your partner and then that causes an argument so non-scale victories literally just overspill yeah because you're better than yourself and you'll show up yeah in In a a better way I've had a client actually who she got a job and she she actually moved abroad for this job and she was one of my one-to-one online coaching clients and she said to me I never would have gone for this job Oh, I mean, if she, she hadn't worked yeah, with me. Yeah, yeah. For, and like she said, you know, it wasn't just the fact of the, you know, the nutrition and the training stuff. It's the lifestyle change. And yeah. we always talk about it, about it being a lifestyle. And she never would have went for that job and moved abroad if she didn't have that confidence. And yeah. that was the point, like what you just made. She felt confident enough to actually go for it. And that's now 
changed her life yeah, like completely because fun. she had I know it's amazing mm-hmm. isn't it and like I was made up I didn't know until she actually told me and I was just like that is amazing and obviously when we get feedback like that like that makes us honestly I think I'm, yeah I think I'm happier sometimes than my clients yeah I think I'm actually more amazing. happier for them yeah happier for them but it is because it's like job satisfaction and, yeah. and that's what we want for our clients isn't it we yeah. want them to do well we want them to feel confident we want them to fuck the fella off if they're in, <laughs> if they're yeah. in a relationship that they've done been, yeah if they've just been like hanging on to a relationship because they've been in that like you know not feeling good about themselves and feeling like this is this is what I'm with, but actually to get this newfound confidence. Yeah. Value themselves better. Yeah. We're gonna and, get loads of messages. Know, yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like. <laughs> but all these things that we've we've spoken about, so the scale weight in um, determining how you feel your your carbs and how that can impact things and feeling the need to cut them out. Yeah. This is we talk about this like we said at the beginning, day in and day out. And we're constantly there to reassure people. Yeah. It doesn't matter how many times we talk about it because it's different people. And do you know what? I've had clients who I talk about the same subject with them all the time. All the time. And it's fine. Like it's fine because we want them to understand it. And then one day the penny drops and we're like, see, there yeah. you go. One day it clicks. Yeah, because you were saying before the reason we spoke about the carb side of things as well is because you had a client, didn't you? Saying they find it hard to still like get it into the head that they can actually eat carbs. I remember one of my PT clients, Charlotte, actually. And it took her ages to realise she could actually eat carbs. And when yeah. she did start eating carbs and introducing them into her diet again, she started to lose weight. Yeah, I don't know if we mentioned this before. This could be one of the things that popped into my head and then popped back out. Yeah, yeah. But carbs are actually your body's preferred source of energy. Oh, yeah, so so when, when you were saying before, when you cut carbs out, you were dead tired and you had a banging headache, your body needs them. There's yeah. a reason that all the food that we eat are some concoction of proteins fats fats and carbs and you need all three and you shouldn't be cutting any of them out of your diet and like I said earlier most of us tend to overeat on either carbs or fats which is why we give you the protein goal to work towards and And then the rest rest of it will be carbs and fats anyway Anyway. yeah but yeah you shouldn't be cutting anything out of your diet you both can hear that rain. So loud. Sorry, guys. It's very rainy today. Um, but yeah, you shouldn't be cutting anything out of your diet. And carbs are your friends. Like, they're not a bad thing to be having in your diet. Like you said, the body's preferred source of energy. And when I spoke about Lauren before, she actually said, I can feel, I feel so much stronger because she's in not... training. Yeah, yeah because yeah. she's not in that deficit. Yeah. So different goals determine whether you're going to be in a calorie deficit or whether you're going to be sitting at maintenance yeah. or whether you're going to be in a surplus not everybody needs to lose weight and we wanted to just cover today scale weight obviously carbs because they come into scale weight and then non-scale victories and we want you to celebrate yourself like be proud of what you've achieved no matter how small it is we big all our clients up for like the smallest things or you know what people think of the smallest things but actually all the small things add up yeah to the big things so they do we do we hope that something or anything in this podcast we have said has helped and if it has then please share it with someone who you think it may help yes definitely please share it let us know if you've listened we always appreciate your feedback as well and yeah thank you for listening